Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. City, your state, your community, I tell you, that's just the only way. You've got to but It isn't going to collapse because God is able to sustain my marriage. Had it been he or she can see, he or she will be able to tell that this person is innocent. We are the enemies. You get it now? That's why you see Jesus said, love your enemies. Do good to them that hurt you. Because Jesus understands. Glory be to God in the highest Father of mercies. Good, beautiful afternoon to you all. God bless you abundantly, and it is well with you in Jesus' mad name. Thank you so very much for always quitting our time to listening to our podcast. Like I say all the time, it means you will love to me. Thank you, and God bless you. All right, so this is going to be the rounding up of our series, Christianity. You know, we started the previous week, and we just released the second episode, so this is the last episode. Thank you for always following up and always listening. It means a lot to me. Thank you and God bless you. All right. So, you know, we spoke about some beautiful things and I'm so happy that the Lord is using our podcast to help the ones who need it. That's a great joy for me. The fact that our podcast is changing lives. That means a lot to me. I'm so happy about that. All right. So let's continue. When you try to look for the synonyms of Christianity, I don't want you to look further or go any long search. Just try to look for the word L-O-V-E. Do you get that? Christianity is all about love. And a proof that you are a Christian. Maybe you were even still infant or you were matured. A proof that you belong to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ is that you will love others. That's a proof that you're a Christian. You will love your Christian brothers and your Christian sisters. You won't say because you haven't related, then why should I love a stranger? Why should I love a stranger? You won't say because you haven't related, you wouldn't love them. A proof that you belong to Christ is that you will love your Christian brothers and sisters and everyone. Okay, before we go into God's word, let me tell you about a story. It occurred with me. I went to a particular camp to spend some time with the Lord, away from people. Away from people, but within people. You know, the activities and all of that. So I needed a place dedicated for being and spending time with the Lord. So, I was there, I spent about a week, but before I left, it was a day or two days before I left, then I saw a woman with a big sorrow on her leg. 
I was so vexed in my spirit because I understood that Satan put her in that condition. I didn't know when I walked up to her and I prayed for the leg. She's been in that camp for several days. I didn't know when I woke up to her and I prayed for the leg. Not even looking at the sore, I placed my hand on the leg and I prayed to God to heal her. It was that very day she left our camp because she was healed. Now, I said something earlier. I said, I didn't know when I got to meet her. I didn't know when I got to meet her. That's because the love of God drove me. I, did, I didn't even know when I got there. I didn't even know when I was right before her. That's the love of God. It pushed me. That love pushed me to go meet her. That's a sign that you are a child of God. The love of God. What's the difference between you and non-Christians? The difference between you and non-Christian is the Spirit of God in your life that leads you to love people. It's the Spirit of God in your life that leads you to love people, to love others. That's why I said at the beginning that when you're looking for the synonyms of Christianity, don't go further, don't search further. Just look for the word love because it's all about love. You say you're a Christian and you treat other people anyhow. You say you're a Christian, you have a company and you, you treat the Christians with love. Then the non-Christians, you treat them with hatred and you say you're a Christian. How? You haven't a Christian. No, you haven't gotched out. Because we, we, we are controlled by love. And love does not know um, you're a Christian or not. Love embraces people. It embraces people because you have seen the light. You've seen the light now. So you've got to be controlled by the love of God so as to bring others into the light that you've seen. Are you still here? So I heard about a case where an infant in Christ made a mistake. He, he committed fornication. So, he, <laughs> he got love from people who haven't even Christians. And he was condemned, insulted by people who claimed to be his family. You, you know what I mean by family? Christians. You know, we should love people. When you want to correct someone because he or she has done something bad, you do it with love, not with hatred, not with condemnation. Do love, does love condemns? Love doesn't condemn. Love tolerates. Love is so patient. Love is so patient. Amen. Are you still here? Okay, I told someone. I said, imagine this with me. Let's say there is a particular country. And in that country, there are people who would love to know about Christ Jesus. They're so eager. They really want to know about Christ Jesus. And you've gotten a means to, to reach out to them face to face. But it's going to cost you your life. Then I asked him, I said, will you do it? He said, um, um, I, I don't think that will be possible. I said, why? He said, because I'm so scared to die. Hmm. I asked someone else, will you do it? 
He said, no, of course, I would never do such a thing. I would probably look for another way to get to, to, get to meet them. All right. As Christians, our primary concern should be others seeing the light of the gospel. Others receiving this new life. And we shouldn't even be concerned about whatever it is it is going to cost. Because you will feel so fulfilled within you. Knowing that you've just ministered Christ to people who are eagerly wanting to know about him. But for some reasons they can't. Now you broke that reason by risking your own life, giving up your life, just to reach out to them. If you don't know, that's so beautiful. You've done a great job. You've done a great job. Then I understood that the ones I threw the questions to are still infant. They are infant. Amen. Okay, let's go into God's Word. Turn Bibles with me to 1 John. Let's start from the third chapter and the 16th verse. It says, We know what we love is because Christ gave up his life for us. And we ought to also give up our lives for our Christian brothers and sisters. Can you see that? Can you see that? When you've gotten any opportunity to reach out to those who sincerely wants to grow, who sincerely wants to know about Christ Jesus, you've got to do it. Disregarding the cost, you've got to do it. That's so important. That's so, so important. And you know, so many people deceive themselves. So many Christians, they say, I love God so very much. I love God. I respect God. I fear God. I honor God. I don't joke with God. I take God so seriously. And these people, they hate their family. You know what I mean? They are Christian brothers and sisters. And they tell you they love God. As a matter of fact, they show it in words and in action. But they hate the Christian brothers and sisters. Tell people like that that they are a liar. They don't love God. Because people that you can see, you hate them. Not now, dark of God that you can't even see and you say you love him. Tell them they are a liar. A proof that you love God is you loving your Christian brothers and sisters and others. That's a proof that you love God, not by showing it, just showing it in actions and in deed and, and, and you hate Christ, your Christian fellow. Okay, turn on Bible to me too. Second chapter of that book we're in. Okay, so let's read from the 20th verse. Okay, I read. It says, if someone says, I love God, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we have not seen? Can you see that? So you go to church all the time, you you um, um be, you're being generous time to time, but you hate your Christian brothers and sisters because I've seen people who give hands. They give hands to people, they help people, but they hate 
they are Christians, brothers and sisters. Some even say, I prefer doing good things to non-Christians than doing things to my Christian fellow. Say, because of my experience. Yeah, your experience might have taught you some things, but you've got to balance it with God's word. Check it out in God's word if it's accurate or not. Before you turn it to a pattern that you, 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 you live your life by. No, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. You've got to love your Christian brothers and sisters. It's so important. Love is not optional in this journey of Christianity. It's not optional at all. You've got to do it. It is composure. Composure. Check your life. Have you been loving your Christian brothers and sisters? If that Christian um, sister asks you for support and you know you have the capacity to support, did you do it? Have you been able to do it? But when you've got to go um, to a concert um, of, a, of a non-Christian, you're ready to pay a thousand bucks to attend the concert. But a Christian fellow asks you for help now, you can't even do it. Have you seen that you, you're not living as Christians should? I want you to take to correction. If you've been living this way, you've got to change. You've got to change. And I pray that the Lord help you change and become a better Christian in Jesus' name. For those who are still infants, the Bible says they haven't ready to grow. So to leave that stage of infancy, you've got to be ready to grow. So when you see people who say, I can't love my enemies, you don't need to argue. You've got to understand that they are infant Christians. When you see people who say, I can't pray for those who curse me, you don't need to argue with them. You've got to understand that they are what Christians, infant. You hear Christians say these words, don't argue with them. They are infant. That's why they're talking that way. Matured ones will never talk that way because mature ones are taking solid food. Christians, infant are taking what? Milk. All right, you got it? Okay. Thank you so much for following this series from the very first day to this day. Thank you so very much and God bless you. We'll release another episode so soon, another podcast so soon. Thank you so very much and God bless you. You know you have the power to support us. You've got to support and try to join Tips. Tips actually sponsored all of this series. Try to join Tips. So important. The awareness of effective, impactful, life-changing post. God bless you. Don't forget, you need to leave. Move in our being. Shalom. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.